Welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health and transformational life coach and passionate about creating a vibrant life. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 36, Design Your Future. Hello, my friends. Welcome, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you for tuning in. I sure appreciate it. I love having this community and I love connecting with you and I value you and just want to express my gratitude. I tell you, I am filled with so much happiness today. I'm just looking out the window and there's blue sky and the sun is shining, and there's a little bit of snow on the ground, and it's a little brisk out there. My Christmas decorations are up. (laughs) I know some people don't like to get them up early, but I do. I do. I love to celebrate like the holidays a couple for a couple of months. We celebrate Thanksgiving and decorate the table and all that, but I just love the coziness of the Christmas decorations. So we did that this week, and and yesterday I did my IEP meeting with my for my little daughter, Lexi, and set goals for her for this coming school year with her team. And at the end of that hour and a half of going through all of the testing and setting the goals, I just tell you, I got emotional. So, so grateful, so grateful to be surrounded with a team that has my daughter's interest in mind and are there to support me. I tell you, we do need a village to help all of us and our children. And I I think of the analogy of a stick, (laughs) one twig, you can just break one, right? Very easily. If I had just like a little stick from, I was walking through the woods, but I gather up a whole bundle with my hands, you know, and and I'm holding lots and lots of little sticks together and you try to break them all together and you can't, you really can't unless you're like superhuman Hulk, but it's the strength of the whole, the team together that, that secures that. And so you can't break it. And I just, I felt so much gratitude for these people that are helping me raise our daughter and give, giving her the opportunities to learn and grow and develop as we are on this journey. Anyway, lots of good things. We are looking forward to the weekend. I've got my granddaughter's birthday this weekend. I get to take my oldest granddaughter to uh, Disney on ice. I've decided to try to do one-on-one dates with my kids and granddaughters as I can. Um, that's one of my goals. In fact, we're talking about goals today, but you know, we have to like think about them and write it down and, and put them into action. So anyway, excited to talk to you today about designing your future and what you want to create. So last episode, I talked about your best year ever as we look forward to 2023 And part of that is, you know, looking back to 2022. So I just want to review very quickly a few of the points I made last episode. And that is I had to evaluate yourself in 10 areas and just kind of rate yourself from from one to 10 to see where you are. And then as you do that, it will help going forward and you deciding what goals you want to make. Um, And I know sometimes we have resistance, especially around the new year of making goals. I mean, we want to, but then again, we don't want to not achieve them and things like that. So we're going to talk about that (laughs) and the power of just getting intentional, the power of writing, the power of 
tracking and, and just supporting ourselves. But so evaluating yourselves in those 10 areas, I'm just going to read them again and let you know they're spiritual, intellectual, emotional, physical, marital, if you're married or have a significant other, parental, you have children, um, how you're doing in those areas, social, vocational, avocational, meaning just your hobbies, things where you just, you know, things that you do for fun and financial. Okay. So kind of just evaluating yourself. I like to go from one to 10, 10 being the greatest, like this is where I want to be. I feel hundred percent complete in this area or one, I have a lot of work. So just put, give yourself a little score. And then the other thing I did last episode was talk about limiting beliefs and really getting a grip on what our limiting beliefs are. And this is an actually an activity that you just don't, it's not like one and done. Okay, what are my limiting beliefs? I've identified them, I'm switching them over. No, we're human. Those beliefs have been formed because of our life experiences and it's so easy to slip back to that mindset, okay? So this is something that I try and I teach to practice daily to really do thought downloads, to identify your limiting, you know, your thoughts and then work through them. But I think on episode, I had you list out the limiting beliefs on one side of the paper and then just on the other side, create the li liberating truths, the opposite, you know, um, from our limiting beliefs. But once again, it's it's that daily practice. I, I identify my thought, you know, the circumstance, the thought, and with every thought, a feeling is generated, okay? A feeling or an emotion. And then what is, that is what drives our actions. What do we do when we're in that place of feeling this? And what are the results? And we can really, if you take yourself through this process, you understand, is this a red light story? Meaning it's stopping me. <laughs> when I go through this process, I'm stopping, I'm getting stuck and I'm not progressing. Or can you switch it over to a green light to get into, you know, get the result you desire? There's a there's a process to it, but it's, it's powerful. So identifying limiting beliefs. In fact, just this morning, I was getting coached. I coach others and I get coached. I don't do anything that I'm not doing myself. And that's why I feel so passionate about having a coach. It's like another set of eyes helping you to see. But man, I identified a limiting belief this morning. My coaching session was at 6 a.m. <laughs> and bright and early. But I tell you, working through some things and Sometimes I don't even know what's going to come up, but I identified a deep hell limiting belief that I know has, has held me stuck in a particular area of my life. And it was amazing to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is the biggest light bulb. I didn't realize I was holding on to that belief. And once I identified it and shown the light on, I'm like, man, that is not serving me at all. No wonder this, you know, the results are showing up this way in my life. And so just identifying those beliefs are so huge. And a plug for coaching, my friends. If you don't have a coach, I invite you to get one <laughs> to experience the power of that. In fact, I'm going to just throw it out here right now. I am going to offer free a mini coaching session to anyone that desires it. And so to just have the experience, if you've never been coached, or maybe you have and just want to experience um something or you're feeling sick, you can go to stacyharmer.com and into my contacts, contact section. Okay. You just send a message and just say, um, complimentary coaching session, and I'll send you my calendar and we'll, we'll, I'll get you on there and 
help you experience and allow you to experience a, a mini coaching session. I also wanted to throw out, I'm, I'm busy. I'm, I'm a busy mom, um, among other things, but I do have my coaching practice and my community and, and courses and all the things that feed me. But I am opening up my calendar for three clients, three spots as, as I'm being intentional on my time. That's what I can do one-on-one. -on -one. I'm excited to launch my Becoming course in February where we're doing a group coaching. But if you want that extra one-on-one, -on -one, I am setting aside some time to have three clients. But who, just so you know, I specialize in really in helping women rebuild and reinvent their lives. Okay, you might've gone through, I call them the Ds, you know, because I haven't experienced all of them, but most of them. Okay, it might be death of a loved one, um, divorce, depression, discouragement, or some sort of diagnosis or disease, whatever it is, you know, we all go through stuff. But I specialize in really helping people process the past and complete the past to be able to move forward and design their future. So if that resonates with you, once again, you can reach out, go to my contact section on stacyharmer.com and we can talk about that. Or simply if you want a a complimentary session just to even try it. I want to offer that right now for you, especially during the holidays and, and Thanksgiving. And I just want to express gratitude and help you. So today, my topic is, like I said, designing your future. And after we've done those things I just mentioned about really taking a look at where you are. And last week I did have you take a look at last year. What were your goals? Well, not this year, 2022, what were some of the goals you wanted to do? How did you do? And then evaluating them. It's not only just um, looking back, but learning from what worked and what didn't work and why. Because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. So if we don't sit back and evaluate and say, why isn't this working? What can I do and tweak to make it better? And that's just, that's part of life. I don't think, I know we don't ever arrive. Once we hit a goal, it's like, okay, we get to start over in our next level of progression and it's continual. <laughs> so, but as we're talking about designing your future, okay, I wanted to bring up just an example and what one of the most important things we need to do as we design our future. Now, if you know me, you know, I love the Lord. I love, I'm definitely to the core of my soul, um, faith-based and just have a, a deep reverence, not just reverence, but just love and relationship with my father in heaven. And especially with my savior, Jesus Christ. And that's been a journey that I've spent a lot of time on. And that's, you know, I, I need to share all of that in another podcast because it's changed my life. But anyway, in the scriptures, Jesus approaches, um, on several occasions, someone who obviously needs restoration or healing, okay? And he asked, what do you want of me? What do you want me to do? And what's so interesting is from, our, from a Christian perspective, Jesus not only knows what these people need, and he could instantly heal them, right? But he doesn't. Instead, he asked them to declare what they want and what is needed. And um, it's, it seems apparent that um, what they think they need, 
might not be their greatest need. <laughs> okay, so more than healing, they need clarity. That's what he asked. Like, what is it you want? Like, he could heal them easily, but he asked them to state it. He was unwilling to meet their physical needs until they got clear on what they wanted. And he, he prompted them to verbalize their desire. So great results don't just happen. We don't like just drift off and achieve something without really doing the work and being intentional and forcing ourselves to get clear on what we want. And it's a process. I, I feel like that's a, I'm going through this right now as I'm really trying to achieve greater clarity. And I tell you that breakthrough this morning on this limiting belief was huge on what I'm working on personally. But as we do that, then we can pursue a plan of action and accomplish, you know, our goals and objectives. Something that my husband states a lot. <laughs> now, if you know my husband, he's an attorney. He's a very um, logical left brain. Just he has a really amazing mind. And he states a problem clearly stated is a problem half solved. I think he quoted from somebody else. I don't know who, but a problem clearly stated is a problem half solved. And so just getting clarity and that might just be even writing it out, you know, writing it out what we're, you know, our desire is and what is our intention is um, really the first step. So today I want to talk to you about goals and I know you hear smart goals and we, but this is a little a twist on it. They're smarter goals. Um, and Michael Hewitt, Hyatt talks about these. So I want, I thought they were really worth taking the time to go over as you're considering um, for this next year. So, you know, should, when we set goals, you, you know this, I've heard this, that studies show that just the act of writing itself increases your goal um, achievement. And actually there's many studies and one particular said by 42%, okay? Because it brings clarity. It helps us overcome like resistance and motivates us to take action. And also by writing our goals, we can celebrate our progress. Okay, this is, you know, an achievement and we need to give ourselves that celebration. So let me quickly go over what those goals are or what SMARTER stands for, okay? S is specific, focus, narrow your goal. Okay, I don't know if you've, if you're like me, honestly, I'm, I'm a big picture person. I can see the big picture. I have a much harder time narrowing, 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 narrowing down to the next step. But as we narrow our goals and our focus, that's power, power. So this example, I love this example of the sun shining and we can walk out and just feel the sun. Okay. Feel it on our bodies. It feels so good. Well, if you have a magnifying glass and it's in summer, so the sun is hot and Right, but if you get a you know a ray of sunshine on that magnifying glass and hold it up to a blade of grass, down to the grass, the power of that focus of that sun right into the glass and magnifying that can light that grass on fire. You know that's how the power of focus comes. Um, it's so much more has a lot more strength than just in general. So be specific. M stands for measurable. How do we know when we've reached the goal? Okay. So an example, I want to be more fit versus I'm going to exercise three times for a week or I want to go walking and do cardio or um, lift weights, you know, this many times. And to measurables, also having a tracking system. So this is something that I have been working on this whole year on my tracking. <laughs> and that's 
that's a habit to get into the habit of tracking, you know, to be able to mark and be measurable. And there's lots of tools out there. Like you can get a, I've got a book and now I have just certain forms that have my goals and paper forms, or there's apps that you can track, but have it measurable. A stands for actionable. Okay. And it means really action. Okay. Sometimes we want to say, I want to be more consistent at doing that. Okay. We're not, these aren't being goals. These are doing goals. So when you, when you um, write it down, you're writing it in a verb form. So you might say, rather than um, I want to be more consistent in podcasting or blogging, you say, I'm going to record one pot, one blog, podcast per week or write one blog per week okay or rather than I want to be more fit I'll walk five times per week for 30 minutes so when it's actionable you're stating the action that you're going to take the verb okay R stands now in the smarter goals R stands for risky okay in the smart goals it says realistic and this is where Michael changes it up a little bit, okay? Rather than being a realistic goal, like, can you actually achieve this? He encourages us to take the risky goal. And he talks about there's a linear relationship between the degree of difficulty of something and our performance. If we're pushing ourselves and encourage us to take the risky goal. And another one of my mentors, Brooke Castillo, talks about the impossible goal, you know, literally making an impossible goal that in your brain, you're like, there's no way this year that, that I'll actually achieve that. And that's okay. But we're going to go for it. And as we do, our level of performance really just jumps up because we're going to go for something that even though we, in our mind, might think we might not make, but that we're we're going to work through that. So it just doesn't shut us down. Like we know, yeah, it's probably going to be impossible for me to make this impossible goal this year, but I'm going to, I'm going to try. And what happens is that those goals just jump up as far as our ability to um, reach them, reach a higher performance. Okay. And there's studies that um, in fact, over 400 studies, research shows looked at and concluded that the performance of participants with the highest goals was 250% higher than those with easier goals. Okay, does that make sense? So creating higher, more risky goals that are gonna push us, our performance level increases. And that's over 400 studies that um, were documented on that. All right, T on SMART, T stands for time keyed, meaning a deadline. Okay, a deadline demands attention. I know when I ran my half marathon, I wasn't a runner, but I made a goal. I'm going to do this. And I think it's time for me to do that again. But, you know, I had the date of the half marathon and I did my action plan to train because I had not been in the habit of running. But when you're working towards a date, having a deadline is, um, is easier, right? It's just in our brain. It kind of fits into this place to help us make it happen. And in the book, The Best Year Ever, Michael Hyatt talks about just maybe not doing too many goals. He suggests seven to 10 goals per year and breaking them down to, you know, two to three per quarter goals that you're working on. And there's, you know, there's habits versus achievements. There's a lot of different things, but 
Anyway, having a deadline, okay, of a specific time frame. In fact, in some of my business training right now, I'm doing it's like in the next 30 days, what is it that you can do? What is it that you can accomplish? Unless we actually get specific and write it down, sometimes we're just wondering and, and not moving forward like we could. Okay. E stands in smarter stands for exciting. Your goals have to be exciting to you, to inspire and motivate you. It has to engage your heart. Like exciting brings energy, right? Good energy. And you're willing to work harder because you have that internal motivation. Something has shifted inside of you. If you have the emotion behind it of what you're doing, you'll achieve it. It has to be connected to the heart. Make it exciting. And R for smarter stands for relevant, meaning it has to be aligned to you, your goal, your, just who you are at the core. It has to be, you have to, has to be in alignment. And part of that is just doing a little gut check. Is this right for me right now? And part of that is also our seasons in life. Like, oh, I want to do this and this and this and that. <laughs> and I want to do it all right. That's kind of me. And I've had to really like step back. What can I do right now? What season of my life I am? How, what support do I need around me to accomplish that? So just taking a step back and making sure it's relevant. And part of that for me is I get my relevancy by my quiet time, my meditation, what I feel God calling me to do. And when, it, when it's planted in my heart, it's the internal desire and motivation that I need and that can sustain me to do the things I do. All right. There's once again, when I were talking about these goals, it might just be a one time achieve the goal. This is an achievement goal, or it could be a habit goal. <laughs> I want to do this more consistently. And we need both. We really need both. And there are different ways you do achievement goals versus habit goals. The habits are the tracking. And, and I tell you, that is the one thing I feel like I haven't, um, into taught as well as I could have in the past in some of my programs. So this, my becoming course is all about using the principles, using the seven step principles that I wrote living, but integrating. So they become part of us, not just like this, learn about them. It's not just information, but integration into our lives. And one of the most important desires of a human being and most important things is human is growth. We are happier when we're growing and progressing. When we are stagnant, we can feel it in our energy and our, our spirits, but it's about the growth and the progress. So ah, I, I'm in a growth progress, growth and progress right now as I am just creation in creation mode about bringing this forward um, for 2023. So anyway, super excited about that. I hope that's helpful for you, the smarter goals. This is one next step in creating your best year ever. We're going to con continue on the next episode as well. Um, but as you do this, you will have more clarity. And once again, that and I should let you know about that um, example about our Savior. He asked, what is it you want? Like, he knows already. He could just come in and do it. We need to know. Okay. All right. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend and go to stacyharmer.com and go to the contact section if you want 
to have one of the complimentary coaching sessions. I'll send you my calendar and help you work through something. Or if you're feeling like you would like a one-on-one coach, I have three spots that um, are open and I'd be delighted and would love to be your coach and help you work through really rebuilding and reinventing your life and yourself, especially as we move forward into this next year. Oh, so much more I want to tell you. (laughs) Maybe I should save it for next time, but a retreat is coming. I'm getting the details of our next Hawaii retreat and magic, magic, magic always happens. I'll I'll tell you more about that next week because I'm sure I'll have the dates. So anyway, love you all and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.